0: Cattle prices softened last week amid winter weather implications. Feedlot placements last month were down 8%. Coming up on your weekly Calf News Price Point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmal. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 24th of January. Sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals, or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Widespread Tough winter weather played a role in pressuring prices for feeder cattle and calves last week. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold steady to $4 a hundredweight lower, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Auction volume was 267,000 head, which was 121,000 head fewer than the heavy run a week earlier. Deep snow and receiving pens that will eventually turn to mud was the main reason for the drop in markets, say AMS analysts. Recent heavy trade volume also played a role. The previous week, 388,000 head traded at auction, which was the most for a week in more than 10 years, according to AMS. According to the reporter on hand for last week's auctions at OKC West in Arena, Oklahoma, demand was light to moderate for yearlings as recent weeks have seen large placements of feeder cattle limiting pin space in many yards. The CME Feeder Cattle Index was $5 lower week-to-week on Thursday at $177.03. Week-to-week on Friday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.46 lower in the front five contracts from $0.07 to $3.32 lower and then an average of $1.57 higher. Corn futures closed narrowly mixed through the front six contracts from 3 cents 8 lower to 1.2 cents higher. However, feeder cattle futures were up an average of $1.47 on Monday, helped along by a hard break in corn futures. And the upward trajectory for calves and feeder cattle prices remains intact as numbers decline. USDA's Economic Research Service increased projected feeder steer prices for the first two quarters of the year based on more November feedlot placements than expected and tighter anticipated supplies available for placement early this year. In the monthly Livestock Dairy and Poultry Outlook, ERS increased the projected first quarter price by $5 to $182.00 and the second quarter price by $2 to $192.00. Projected prices are $214.00 in the third quarter and $224.00 in the fourth quarter for an annual average of $203.00. Those prices are basis 750 to 800-pound steers selling at Oklahoma City. As well, markets took Friday's monthly cattle on feed report in stride, although there were slightly more placements and cattle on feed than expected and slightly fewer cattle marketed. Placements in December of 1.80 million head were 156,000 head fewer, or 7.9% less than the previous year, but that was 0.6% more than pre-report estimates. Marketings in December of 1.74 million head were 113,000 head fewer than last year, or 6.1% less, but that was 0.8% fewer than expectations ahead of the report. Cattle on feed January 1st of 11.68 million head was 355,000 head fewer, or 2.9% less than the prior year, but 0.3% more than estimates ahead of the report. Recent moisture is helping dial back dryness and drought in some areas. According to the latest U.S. Drought Monitor for January 17th, abnormally dry and drought conditions impacted 64.8% of the lower 48 states. That's the least since the week of September 13th last year when those same conditions covered 66.2% of the country. Current conditions are also more favorable than the same week last year when abnormally dry conditions and drought covered 71% of the nation. The latest La Nina advisory from the National Weather Service Climate Prediction Center says there's an 82% chance North America transitions from La Nina inso neutral conditions during February to April of this year. In the meantime, historically low hay stocks could prompt more beef cow liquidation this winter, says Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University in his weekly market comments. He points out December 1st hay stocks for the nation were 16.4% less than the previous 10-year average at 71.9 million tons, That's in the recent USDA crop production report. It was the least on record going back to 1973. Peel note, hay production last year was the lowest on record in data that began in 1974. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the goals tab. Winter weather last week also disrupted some fed cattle marketing plans, pressuring prices. For the week, live prices were a dollar lower in the Southern Plains at $155 a hundredweight, they were 1 to $2 lower in Nebraska at 155, and steady to 2 dollars lower in the Western Corn Belt at 156 to 158. Dress prices were two to four dollars lower in Nebraska at two hundred and forty eight dollars and two dollars lower in the Western Corn Belt at two hundred forty eight to two fifty. The five area direct weighted average Fed steer price was a dollar and forty six cents lower on a live basis at one hundred and fifty five dollars thirty two cents. The average Fed steer price in the beef was two dollars eighty nine cents lower at two hundred forty eight twenty two. Declines in feedlot performance due to the weather. Will likely prove supportive down the road. In the meantime, it likely encouraged some to let cattle go at lower prices rather than waiting and trying to maintain weather-challenged pounds with high-priced feed. Live cattle futures closed an average of 53 cents lower week to week on Friday, from 20 cents to a dollar and 10 cents lower. They were an average of 63 cents higher on Monday, according to Andrew P. Griffith agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments, the lower finished cattle market is not a worst-case scenario for cattle feeders because the market has remained resilient through what is largely considered the dead of winter. He explains the ability of the market to hold the current price mark bodes well for cattle feeders moving into the spring as finished cattle prices should move higher. The real determinant of live cattle prices, he says, will be if conditions cause herd contraction to continue. As reported in Cattle Current previously, ERS projected the annual average five-area direct-fed steer price for this year at $158.50 a hundredweight in the January World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. That was $2.50 more than the previous month's estimate based on expected demand strength. By quarter, and compared to the previous month, ERS increased projected prices by $4 to $157 in the first quarter, by $3 to 157 in the second quarter, and by $2 to 157 in the third quarter. Wholesale beef prices continued to weaken last week. Choice box beef cutout value was $4.90 lower week-to-week on Friday at $271.72 a hundredweight Select was 46 cents lower at 256.43. According to Griffith, it's difficult to know if the winter doldrums are up on the beef market or if the week's lower box beef prices were just a hiccup. Griffith says it's likely winter precipitation in densely populated areas negatively impacted beef prices, as did flooding in other densely populated locations. Although seasonal declines in wholesale beef values are expected, Griffiths says this was really the first week to see a significant narrowing of the choice select spread since the middle of May. He adds that the spread is likely to continue narrowing through the winter, but the main thing is consumers' continued strong demand for beef. ERS projected beef production this year, 170 million pounds more, at 26.4 billion pounds, based on the temporal shift in fed cattle marketings and an outlook for higher cow slaughter. According to ERS analysts, the anticipated cow slaughter outlook for this year was raised on early January slaughter data and persistent poor forage conditions. They explain lighter carcass weights in the fourth quarter of last year were carried over into early this year. As a result, the increase in expected marketings and cow slaughter in 2023 more than offset lighter anticipated weights estimated beef production this year would be 1.8 billion pounds less, or 6.6% less than last year's projected total. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 24th of January, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.